Hey everyone, welcome back to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. Tonight we're going to be at re- <laughs> two times, huh? two times, two times, <laughs> two times, <laughs> two times. <laughs> oh my god! Hey everyone, welcome back to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. Tonight we're going to be recapping <laughs> Challenge USA Two, Episode Six and Seven. Another double LP from the Challenge Fandom Podcast. <laughs> Recapping your favorite motherfucking show. That's how yeah. we do. Yeah. I don't know if that felt right. I don't know if that was right, but it felt right. It felt it felt right. It felt right. It felt really it felt right. right. Yeah. Yeah. It felt right. <laughs> Guys, got a, a very special episode. Well, really, it's not that special. It's just me, Karina, and Josh. But I'm gonna give I'm gonna do the real intros. Don't worry. I'm gonna do the real intros. I'm just saying, like, it's OG. Like, this is how we started out. This is how it all began. It's nothing special. And literally, there was about 15 minutes before what you're hearing right now, guys. And it was just bullshit. (laughs) Nothing relevant. Literally nothing. This is what we do. All right. So prepare to be taken back to making it sound like it's episode one. And we don't know what we're doing. I really don't. I'm just up here. I think that's fitting for how we feel this week. Yeah, Yeah, probably. (laughs) Thank God for a three day weekend. That's all I have to say. There you go. With that being said, got myself Ricky Hayes, beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. And then, of course, Josh motherfucking Chambers. Mm -mm -mm. It's been a minute. It has, has bro. Life's busy. I forgot I was part of the podcast there for a minute. (laughs) You know who didn't? This guy. Aww. There you go. That's some way yeah, talking thing about taking say. mental health days. You know, I had to take a take the last few off. So, but I'm back. Yeah, it happens, man. You got to do it, man. Yeah. Everybody needs a reset. Yeah. Except for me, because I'm like the fucking Cal Ripken of this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just talking so much shit tonight. Damn. The only person that's done more podcasts than me is Karina. You actually missed all. Oh. Oh, Karina's oh. never missed one. She's got up and walked away from one. But she's never missed a podcast. This is really her <laughs> podcast. I, she just lets me host it. That's all. We, we, we just playing it. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, she tells me my role and I play that motherfucker. <laughs> know your role, right? Know thyself. You guys are the entertainment. Yeah, well, you know. Thank you for bringing in the hardline facts. <laughs> Those fucking front line on PBS. Oh my God. If you were poor and you grew up, you know what I'm talking about. Don't <laughs> <laughs> call me out like that. Bro, fuck. Oh I remember one time my stepmom sent me a picture of a hot dog and a piece of bread, and she's like, You don't know the struggle until you've had this. And I was looking at it, and I was like, You don't know the struggle until the only piece of bread you have is in some brown sugar in the fridge. That's the fucking struggle, bro. Putting that out there. Sewing kits that were supposed to be cookies, but now they're just needles and string. They're not cookies, man, ever. They're never fucking cookies. When we see them at the store, I'll even pat Karina. I'll be like, look, it's a sewing kit. (laughs) (laughs) I refuse to buy those cookies because once they're gone, it's sewing kit time. And I'm not going to be that person. I'm not going to be the fucking progressive commercial where you turn into your fucking parents or grandparents. Oh I'm already bad enough. Like, we'll be driving down the road. Cars heading the other direction. Glad we're not going that way. Like, what the fuck did I just say? Anyways, sorry. Rant over. Welcome to my TED Talk. Oh, my God. You good? Mm. Right? Face a little red, turning purple. There you go. All right. <laughs> 
Good. Sorry, you guys had to hear that. So <laughs> tune in next week for what's grinding Ricky's gears. <laughs> but tonight we're going to be recapping USA Two Episode Six. A really good-looking underdog. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the first time I've heard the title. So that was a live Seriously? read for you guys. It's a, it's a direct quote from the episode from the man himself. Mm-hmm. The man of the hour. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I don't remember every single facet of the show, but <laughs> every line. Don't worry. I wrote it down for you. And then that's where I got it from. So thank well, you. No, I mean, like when it happens, like when he says it, like, I. Wrote why are you whispering? It's not between us. Josh can hear you. <laughs> Am I not supposed to be here right now? I mean, you can edit it out later, but just talk in your normal volume. Like, it's fine. So, Rick, what do you really feel about the title name? I feel like they took the person that was doing the stats for world championships, you know, 50% heart, 20% like skill. And they're like, why don't you title the episodes? <laughs> We're not going to pay you shit. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Old <laughs> anyway, sorry, guys. Oh, my God. If you want to skip this episode, I'll understand it deep in my heart. But get ready for the fucking most stupid shit you've heard for two and a half hours. <laughs> I mean, we... It's Friday night. This is how we do it. <laughs> yeah, dude, we got nothing better. I'm sitting here drinking iced coffee and talking shit into a microphone with my two best friends. Oh so there God. you go. Any of my other friends that heard that just know I'm lying right now. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know which Josh friend you're talking about. So there they you don't. go. <laughs> they don't. Oh, my oh, God. Fuck. There can be only one. So a uh. really good looking hot dog underdog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's so stupid. All right. Here, I'll take this for the first time ever. So we start off with the episode of Dusty and Tiffany getting hot and heated. Like the showman's hot and heated. Oh, no. Like <laughs> going back and forth. Yeah, no, that was. Yeah. Well, it's just because Dusty was completely under the assumption with no fucking proof that Tiffany put the vote on him. Well, and it was so funny watching this scene, too, because he's like naming the three people that he thinks three of his votes came from. And he's like, Tiffany and like a big red X comes up. It's all. "Eh." And he's like, Alyssa L. "Eh." And then he says, like, Alyssa S. And it's like, "Eh." and then parentheses, it's like she didn't even vote because she was on the winning team so like what Jesus. i was like okay um cool that's that's group that's cool <laughs> can i just go back to the title real quick why don't they call this one we should have used a fucking timer oh yeah i'm oh, just saying we'll, we'll get to that yeah i'm just putting that out there right now a little foreshadowing you know we yeah. can't stray too far away from the challenge mm-hmm, yeah sorry guys anyways yeah no it was really interesting to see fucking dusty just come in shooting from the fucking hip the whole time pissed did you guys catch the so i didn't even catch this until my second watch through on the episode but did you guys catch the little moment where like it's a brief little scene where it shows michaela running downstairs to tell everybody she's like y'all there's some tea going on upstairs right now and like and then like yeah. it's the whole house and they all like jump up from the table and start running like that shit was awesome that's funny dude Michaela's just becoming a brighter and brighter star every fucking episode this season to me yeah. i'm just putting that out there so from there we start talking about uh the vets talking about how operation hat trick's been working out so far it's like the most 
stupid smart idea i've ever seen in my life i really know like, <laughs> it's like it's so smart but so stupid well at first i didn't even really like understand like what it was supposed to i was like what what is this supposed to do you know what i mean and they kept saying like oh it's gonna create chaos it's gonna create chaos and what did it do it fucking created chaos Mass the chaos. second that they got back into the house because now Red teams like fighting amongst themselves with the wrong people. You know what I mean? Like Big Brother and Survivor are now like turning on each other and starting to want to go after each other, which is exactly what the vets wanted. Like, yeah, it was a success. Like it's crazy that it worked, though. It just completely mind fucked the whole house for the two weeks long enough to get some vets through to this point. Yeah, because now with the way certain things go, you get one person that switches teams all of a sudden you can get some real shit moving right exactly but i really love the part where wes called home to amanda his wife that was so <clears throat> sweet such a good moment so and, sweet you know i liked it in the beginning when she's like which baby me the baby or your baby and then penny was right there his <laughs> dog yeah he loves yeah. that dog yeah no that was a really sweet moment and it was it was a really sad moment in that confessional that he gave where he was talking about how, you know, knowing that he's going to become a father soon kind of means that he's going to have to kind of leave this behind. That was like absolutely fucking heart wrenching, first mm -hmm. of all. But it was also like really nice to just see that other type of that other like side of Wes. Right. Because we don't get to see like that, that soft family side of him that I'm sure like, you know, his wife sees often, but we don't see that. It shows his his vulnerability yeah right and you know i really feel for the guy you know you guys have kids i have kids you know if we were like to up and leave for you know two or three months at a time i'd be feeling the same way especially not just a kid at home but a pregnant wife at home your yeah. first kid you don't know what to you're and it doesn't matter that wes is around i, I would assume my age or close to mm -hmm. which i'm on the other side of 30 which i don't feel proud saying right at this moment <laughs> but i'm good with it it's just you're in such an unexpected moment you don't know what to do what's the right thing to do what's not the right thing to do and then all of a sudden you're uprooting yourself and going to fucking europe yeah and leaving your wife uh, back home it, yeah dude it's a tough situation i can empathize with him definitely yeah. But anyways, enough of the the <laughs> oh, Wes. Step those. There'll Let, be there'll be more time for that later. Let's get to yes. what we were all really excited about with this episode because we wait for it every season. Hell yeah. And of course we're talking about fucking trivia, TJ's favorite. Yes, and they're up in the freaking air again, over water, not on some stupid spinning contraption, uh, quote unquote spinning look, contraption. I'm going to be honest, like, I'm glad they're back above water again, but let's not put this out there like this was some amazing trivia thing. They were on a fucking glass wall that tilted slowly. Like, I put them on where they're hanging on to something or where they're going to drop if they answer too many questions wrong individually. I get it's team, but you can still do that. Yeah. This was, <laughs> it was trivia, but it wasn't great trivia. I, you know I, I do agree with that, but it was still better, like of a setup, I feel like, than the last one that we saw. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and I, I only missed one question. Nice. <laughs> I, got, go. I got the Minnesota one right, so I was, you proud, did. Of, I was yeah. proud about that. Yeah, so. Minneapolis, Minneapolis Lakers taught me that. 
There uh, you go. Bingo bongo. <laughs> yeah, there. I just, I knew it was a Northwestern state. I just can't remember exactly which one. That's called the Northwest. I mean, think about it. Where is Minneapolis Northwest? is Northwest? Where, where is Northwestern University at? Chicago. Which makes no sense. No fucking sense. <laughs> but we're, that's my explanation behind what I just fucking said, okay? I heard us. Yeah, see? Coming in hot. <laughs> Guns blazing, pop out like dust. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I meant oh no offense. Oh my god! <laughs> Told you it was gonna be a couple uh, hours of us talking shit tonight. Right. Um, with that being said, it's trivia. It's not the best trivia, but it's still trivia, and I dug it. It really seems like the strategy of this one. A couple teams said it in the intro, which is you got to get as much skin on that glass as you can. Yeah. And. I was surprised no one's like, could I lay backwards and like pull my pants half down? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get some ass cheeks on here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would have pulled those shorts up as high as I could. Yeah. I would have, yeah. the shirt would have been up around my head and I would have just went. They had to wear life vests. That's the only downside. I thought it all through, bro. Thought oh, it man, all through. The life vest. The life vest is going to fuck you up because it's going to make you sweat too because it's just over your core. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah, that, that definitely fucks it up too. Yeah. Just putting that out there, thinking these things through. It's only the challenges <laughs> that I actually think I could do. <laughs> Trivia. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's my top insight of the fucking year right there. Wait that's the number one season. that I'm yeah. <laughs> next season's trivia. I'll be in hot again. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> I did enjoy the like the pre-interviews um, before they started the daily when like the red team was getting interviewed and oh, yeah, Tiffany fuck. was like, well, we have to win this one because Dusty right here is going to put a ball on me. So I have to make sure that I'm safe. And Josh goes, team red strong, baby. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The one thing I did not like about it, I'm trying to remember who it was. I want to say it was. Tori and Cassidy said the same, said two different answers. Cassidy was right, but Tori or um, Tori's answer was louder. So that's what TJ said. Mm. I'm like, come on, come on. They said it at the same time. And Alyssa was right. Mm. Or Cassidy was right. Mm. Other than that, I had no problem with it. I did fucking laugh my ass off when Corey couldn't figure out how to say Spielberg. 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 Wasn't he a linebacker for the fucking Bills? (laughs) I'm almost positive. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Someone Google that shit and hit us up on IG and let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I could do it myself, but I just want to see if I'm right without seeing if I'm right. (laughs) Don't judge me. So, look, I I have to ask a question because I was trying to keep track of this throughout when I was watching on my second watch through and like taking notes, because if I'm not mistaken, at least every question we were shown and I don't know if we were shown every question, but every question we were shown that was given to the blue team, they did not answer. They got it wrong. Every single one. There were five questions that we were shown from them and they got all five of them wrong <laughs> right and they were at the same level as the green team i think it was really and they didn't of, even lose a single person yeah exactly it was really freaking weird because the so dusty was the first one to fall off the platform and first of all him asking Corey to grab him he's like grab me dude like Corey's like i can't like what do you grab me save, save me 
He's like, well, then I'm going down. And he slid down. <laughs> going Bye. down, down, baby. <laughs> Corey was like, see you later. <laughs> like, oh, my down. God. Yeah. Yeah. So you're welcome. I, I didn't catch this till you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. And once you mentioned it and I started actually focusing on it, the fucking music they're playing in the background. Oh, my God. The circus music. Yes. yes. It's so it's actually well placed. I was actually complaining about CBS's like music and music placement in the last episode. But this I felt was very well placed because it just worked so well, like behind the the trivia challenge, you know, and like everybody getting everything wrong, everybody slipping down, especially like once it got to like the blue team where it was just like Monty slipped and then right behind him, Tyler slipped, then Wes slipped and then Michaela slipped. And it was all just like within like seconds of each other. And Alyssa S is just sitting there like stuck by herself, just (laughs) chilling. And then. TJ asks her like something like how many like amendments are there in the U.S. Constitution? And she had, she didn't know. So she ended up falling off, too. But it was like green team just boom, 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 just like went down within like a minute. Like it's crazy. It was, yeah, it was fast. Did anybody else catch in the very beginning? Tiffany had it on the long sleeve shirt in the of the daily. Y- yes, she had on a long sleeve shirt and I didn't catch it at the end of the daily because I didn't get that far on my rewatch. Mm-hmm. But does she still have it on mid daily? No, uh, no. Right now she has it on. But so yeah, in we'll the see. beginning, yeah, because yep. she ends up holding on like for the longest for red, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and she's holding on with her arms, and then she's got her toes bent and pushed up against Maybe the glass, she rolled them stabilizing up or herself. But, yeah, but it, it was impressive how long she was able to hold on there, yeah. especially yeah. at the incline it got to. Oh yeah, that shit was wild. Well, it, I mean, TJ was mid praising her for like being able to hang on through through that last like tilt that he gave to their platform, and like he had literally just. Razor and she goes and slips right she, down. It was so slow motion too. It was just like doo, 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 yep. and then just I fucking loved it. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm sorry for the sound effects there. That was that was really bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that was. Please edit that out. <laughs> we'll see. <sighs> so anyway, yeah, so Blue ended up winning the trivia challenge, which you know I started to expect, especially once like the green team fell so quick and then red team started falling off. You know, it was just I mean, they like I said, I don't remember seeing them get any of the questions right. So it was weird that I feel like we just weren't shown all of the questions. We were only shown the ones that blue got wrong, you know, but it was weird, like seeing them get all the questions wrong. And then they were the only ones that like stayed up there and won. They did the Jerry Rice thing. They did the stick them. That wasn't Jerry Rice. Uh, Yeah. Jerry Rice was the first one accused of it. To my knowledge, we're going to have a debate later. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Not on the Challenge Fandom Podcast, but on the NFL Fandom Podcast, brought to you by the Challenge Fandom Podcast, Association (laughs) Company for the Arts. Who's who's editing that? Nobody, because it's made up. It's it's imagination. Okay, good. Yeah. Rain, rain, go away. (laughs) Sorry, there's a little doggy land for you guys. Sorry. After the daily, you know, obviously blue wins, and this is becoming quite consistent on the show i mean they do have a strong fucking team though they do we get into the nom and boats and of course we have west kind of pitching because he feels nervous after being the lone vote the week or the episode previously on cassidy Mm. that got her in or not the lone one but one of them right right well and he's taking a lot of the heat for the cassidy you know the cassidy vote and 
But what I found interesting was just, and obviously, again, we don't see everything, so I don't know if it was prompted, but it just, like, literally shows, like, Wes just walking down the hall and Tori's just like, I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to try. You know what I mean? But, like, she knows, like, they're outnumbered on the blue team still. Like, the vets are outnumbered and they don't really have the power to take over the nominations or anything, so... Her and Bananas even have like a little talk and they're like, you know, we're there. We're not really going to like stick our necks out. I don't think we should stick our necks out on the line for Wes over this. Like, we're just going to kind of walk in there and tell the team, like, whatever you guys want to do. Like, let's just do that because we already know we're outnumbered on this. Yeah, I don't know. They could have pulled a Josh. Josh fucking pulled it off. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, how did Josh pull this off? But like Bananas and Tori are, are, I don't know. But I mean. Josh is kind of an explosive player and Tori and bananas don't really play that way on a normal basis. Unless like like they, you know, like bananas when he was in like trouble of going into elimination and everything. Well, and here's my thing is like they bananas doesn't want to put his line, his neck out on the line for Wes. And I understand Wes wouldn't do it for him either, but (laughs) you think if they're really trying to pull this vet thing out, they could try to pull Chris off to the side and say, Hey, let's try to get Monty or fucking Tyler into this elimination coming up so that way you have one less person that gets Wes off the block yeah but mm-hmm. doesn't happen so just putting that out there that was what i was thinking about the whole situation yeah. season 40 <laughs> but anyway so blue goes into nominations and you know right out of the gate they end up taking all the survivor girls off the table leaving pretty much tiffany and Alyssa s as options But everybody kind of agrees like to go Tiffany because she's so well liked in the house that hopefully like all the house will go ahead and vote male and send Wes into elimination against somebody. Um, So everybody ends up voting Tiffany and Wes, except for Desi and Bananas, who end up voting for Alyssa and Wes. So I don't know. Bananas wouldn't vote for Tiffany. I kind of just found that kind of interesting. I didn't know. I don't know if they're like friends or something, but he specifically didn't vote Tiffany, but did vote Wes. Yeah. So odd. I'm going to say this. Well, first you talk about the next part because that's what this really pertains to about Wes. So Cassidy was talking about Wes and she was like, you know, I'm going to throw him in and give him a taste of his own medicine. And I don't know, I, I, I don't really know how I felt about that, that confessional that she gave when she said that, because I was like, I was like, what do you mean? Give him a taste of his own medicine. Like he's literally been in 30 eliminations and has a 20 to 10 record. Like, like he's you- had plenty of taste of eliminations. Like it was, and I get what she's trying to say, but it was just kind of like a weird way to word it about somebody who's such an elimination legend. Like you're going to like throw him down there and put him in trouble. Like it's highly unlikely that. Wes is going to lose an elimination at this point in the game, you know? Yeah, exactly. Especially against the competition. I just find it interesting because like when bananas gets in trouble, the fandom's like, yeah, let's see bananas fucking go in. (laughs) And then like when Wes gets like the same treatment, they're like, no, this is fucking Wes, guys. This This is fucking Wes. What are you talking about? (laughs) And I mean, like, I get it. Like Cassie thinking she's getting revenge, but it's like, know who the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) And the worst part about it is that, like, she's all over Wes about this when it was a Desi who orchestrated the entire thing. And if Desi had not orchestrated what she did, Wes never would have even said Cassidy's name. I mean, maybe right. maybe later on down the road. But at that vote, that specific one, she's so upset about. I go back to saying that same old thing. It is a must that if you're going to come on the challenge, you must watch at least the previous three seasons of the challenge. 
Yeah. Because you're not Something. playing Big Brother. You're not playing Survivor. You're playing the challenge. And you want to get mad at the vets for playing the challenge. That's true, makes too. Makes zero sense. That's very true. Tiffany and Wes end up getting voted into eliminate into as ri- at risk for elimination. But they but what they said about Tiffany is like she's so well liked. Yeah, yeah. You know they said I mean? like she so they're yeah, they're hoping, like I said earlier, they're hoping that the house will end up voting a guy in because the the house really loves Tiffany. And so they're hoping that everyone will just kind of vote a guy in, make it a guy's day, so that Wes will end up, you know, going into elimination and potentially going home. So but, you know, Bananas and Tori did go and tell Wes that, you know, they were outnumbered and that no other names were brought up and that they voted for him along with the team. And, you know, there was nothing that they could really do. So, I mean, they did go have the conversation with him. I mean, so there's that. At least they know. told him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? There's still that kind of like, I don't know. It wasn't like War of the Worlds 2 or anything. <laughs> Poor Wes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's there's so much going on right now in the challenge world. Oh my god, it's so uh, messy right now. It's so, so messy. messy. I just want to say the greatest thing that I saw today was from Yes Duffy. He goes, "I have a full time job. I have kids, and every once in a while, I find time to do the challenge. And you will too, my friend." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's yeah. the truth. Yeah, that's exactly. the fucking truth. But and that's I think I know we keep jumping around, not really jumping around, but kind of skipping over like our normal, normal stuff. We'll recap. But it's really this was the West episode. It really was. I mean, because yeah. we're we're reminded of how he came into the challenge, what he went through his first season, mm-hmm. you know, getting the win on duel two, oh. getting the win on right or duel, uh, getting the win on uh, rivals two and then getting the win on all stars three. Right. Right. And then everything that's kind of happened in between. And then we're faced with how do I want to put this? The realization of our age and where we're getting yeah. in life because we're seeing someone that we watched growing up saying, I, this might be my last season I ever do. Yeah. yeah. And it was so sad to see him so sad about it too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that was, that was tough to watch. And yeah. especially that moment with bananas. Cause you know, bananas is trying to be a friend and saying, dude, I, I know how you feel. I went through this last week and Wes is like, dude, you have no fucking clue what I'm going through right now. Yeah, he's like, you're not an expecting father. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, is like, I get it. It's kind of a cheap shot, though, to say that. Yeah. In my opinion. But it's not like Wes is 23 expecting a kid. You know, right. Wes has got an established life. He's, yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. But anyway, so before the before the bananas uh, discussion, Wes ends up going around the whole house. Um, this is where he makes that confessional where he talks about being a really good looking underdog. Um, (laughs) but anyway so he goes around um asking everyone who has a vote if they can just vote for a girl and he's like it doesn't even i don't care who it just that it's a girl and everyone is like promising him that they're gonna vote a girl even all the other girls are saying that they're gonna vote a girl and it's just like i don't understand how west doesn't see like what's happening like dude no, there nobody is going to vote a girl. Like not nobody, but you know what I mean? No. He <laughs> he tries bribing Chanel and like buttering her up and he says to her he's like, "I underestimated you in the beginning. You are a challenger. Vote for a girl." <laughs> Like, oh what? my God, Wes, like going on this like political campaign. Wes is out there fucking kissing babies and hugging mamas. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, he can't pull a dick. 
Yeah. He's got a politic. <laughs> He's got a politic right. his way through this one, you know? Yeah. But yeah, they even gave him like a little like the little political like ad type thing with the music oh, yeah, and the banner the waving in the back of him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, my name is Wes. And all I'm asking you to do is vote for a woman. I'm not even telling you what woman. Just go for a woman. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> Wes. Like, too much, too much. But of course, the immediate next scene is like all the guys, Corey, Monter, Monty, Tyler, Josh, and then plus like Michelle. They all like meet in this room and they're like, okay, so we're voting Dusty, right? (laughs) (laughs) Poor Wes, man. I was just like, oh, man. (laughs) Like, how is he not picking up on any of this? It just blows my mind. Yeah. You know, and anyway, from there is when him and him and Dusty and Banana sit down and have that that conversation. Um, And the only thing that I really wanted to add to this part was Wes actually, um, you know, he had a quote here that I, I actually enjoyed. And he said, I'm not upset about going into the fucking elimination. Dude, this is the best part of the game. I'm upset about leaving the game and never getting to come back because of my responsibilities. And I I just really wanted to highlight that just because like it's just such a real raw emotion. And again, you know, like yes pointed out, there's plenty of, you know, parents and stuff who have gone to have, you know, who were challengers and have gone to have kids and have, you know, came back and So I don't necessarily think this is like the absolute end for Wes, but I do feel like he's just feeling like maybe more constricted by his coming situation, you know, that he's not going to be able to just get up and go whenever he wants kind of thing. It's going to depend on, you know, whether or not he's neat. You know what I mean? There's just there's more demands now. And that's that's really tough to deal with, especially in that pressure cooker situation of being in the challenge house. On top of that, you're currently nominated for, you know, elimination Mm -hmm. and just there's so much going on like this was just it seemed like I don't want to say like his his breaking point or anything like that. But it was a moment where he was cracking and it was interesting to see that the two people who were there with him was Dusty and Bananas. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like Wes listens to our show or anything, but I would say if you're going to go Wes, go when the child is still young, like between six months to a year. Yeah, that's like the window you have to go do a challenge because after that, it's it happens so fucking quick. Everything happens so quick. Yeah, you know what I mean. Anyways, I don't believe this is going to be the last we see of Wes. I think he's going to get a call and they're going to make him an offer. He's not going to want to refuse for season forty. Yeah, it's very possible. And if they don't, they are fucking fools. Yeah, they better film this shit in Kansas City. You know what I mean. Yeah, that was I, I can't remember which which challenger vet said it, but it's like, stop. I'll see you on I'll see you on 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't play around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, from here we go to the elimination and you know, we get the fucking intro with Tiffany coming out and then Wes coming out and we all know what it's gonna be. Yeah. You know, it's like it's sweet for them to bring Tiffany down here, but you could have just sent her right, <laughs> right up to the EDC stage. The EDC stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, TJ reads off the num the the balls in the hopper. Um Alyssa S has two, Michaela has one, Chanel has one, and then Dusty has seven. Sorry, just so. when you read off the votes, I remember that Wes just threw the random vote on fucking Michaela. <laughs> just like, and, but whatever. the week before she had done it to him. Yeah. Remember, she was like, I don't really want him to go home. So I'm just throwing a vote on Wes because I feel like it. I, I keep him in check. <laughs> but 
This right here is Tiffany gives a um a confessional right here and <laughs> it had me cracking up. It was like right after oh, TJ yeah. read the nominations or the like the votes or whatever. And Tiffany gives a, com- a confessional and she's like, she's like, bye, Dusty. Come on down. You're the next contender to get your ass kicked right out of this game. Bye. <laughs> I was like, damn, it. she is not letting go of that shit, Dusty. Like he might have let that go at the trivia thing. I don't think we touched on that. But at the end of the trivia, like when she was sticking up on the glass wall thing, he like had a confessional and he's like all my face and, and Tiffany, like we might have had a little bit of you know, a problem, but like, as far as I'm concerned, like we're good now. And I was thinking that whole time I was like, she ain't going to be good with you after what you did. Like you, you like screamed in her face. Like Tiffany doesn't play that kind of shit. (laughs) Like there's no fucking way she's going to be cool with you no matter what. No. Yeah. So it was funny to see this. Yeah. That relationship is fucking dead. Yeah. That's done. (laughs) Rest in pieces. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So the hopper ends up picking dusty so we're gonna get a west dusty matchup and right away i'm just like oh poor fucking dusty yeah poor fucking dusty he's gonna get decimated this is what i'm thinking as it's getting explained and then i see what the fucking elimination is i'm like who the fuck knows who knows yeah (laughs) i've never seen this thing before it looks like something at the kids fucking jump park (laughs) the trampoline parks like that's what it looks like Uh, let's see how fast we can break an ankle when west looks at it he's like oh no there's more knots i'm like oh and four knots oh Oh, my god God. yeah Yeah, exactly yeah flashbacks right exactly but west has to go first pretty much one person's on the wheel one person's on the ground the person on the ground must untie a series of wheels and attach it to the giant wheel connected to that the person's on just watch the fucking elimination if so you want to know what it's I just, like i just want to go back for a second yeah when there when tj starts asking dusty about how he feels about going in yeah yeah and he's like you know oh, uh, i'm yeah. coming back you know i'm you know what you, no i'm sorry he goes they've they all threw me in i busted my ass for them i'm coming back and then tj asks wes what he thinks and wes is like um i mean Ditto. <laughs> you know, like it was, it was so simple yet elegant. And I loved every second of it. <laughs> Not a man of too many words right there. Yeah, I can appreciate yeah. Words. That. It was great. Well, I, I just I just saw the name pop up. It's crankshafted. Yeah, crankshafted. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't sound like what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So the elimination, you know, we all know what happens. And, and, and it's it's very, very controversial right now. Um, they both had two very kind of different strategies. Wes was very methodical at untying the ropes. Um, he it shows him trying with the wheel for like a couple of times. But I've almost wondered at this point because of what ends up happening. If those are just different shots of him just doing it like just for like one or two seconds before he runs off. Because I don't know, like it's just it just it it made it seem like he stayed there for a really long time trying that first small wheel. But I honestly don't feel like he did. I feel like some of those were just repeat shots from different angles. I think yeah. how methodical he was with the rope actually paid off. Yeah. And it wasn't paying off in like a very sensible way or a viewable way. Mm-hmm. But it was it, it, the time was slowly building up. And then, like you said, that editing 
and we only saw a little bit of Wes's compared to Dusty's where we saw him like in slow motion yanking it out so they made it it makes you think it's faster right these are all the things I'm telling myself to try to believe that this wasn't fucking rigged well and I I think it's it's I don't really think it's rigged I believe that Wes truly won this elimination but I just think that Production is not doing themselves any fucking favors with their edits on this one, trying to make it all like mysterious and whatever. And then I just there's it's just it's shifty. It's shifty. There was a 37 second difference. So that means that challenge didn't take more than 10 minutes for both sides. Just show it to us or put a fucking timer up. But with every single challenger up there looking down, feeling sorry for West, they all thought West lost. Yeah, I mean, shit, after Dusty knocked Wes off the wheel, Bananas walked over and, like, started, like, trying to console him and stuff, you know? Like, everybody thought Wes lost. Wes thought Wes lost. And I, so I, and again, I know editing and stuff like this, but, like, I counted, and when Wes knocked knocked Dusty off the wheel... It, hit, it was like a 10 or 11 seconds. And when Dusty knocked Wes off the wheel, it was like nine or 10 seconds. So it's like there's there's got to be some shifty editing going on. And yeah. I don't know. I just I wish they would just do fucking timers for stuff like this and stop like ugh, stop shooting yourselves in the foot with this shit. So there's a rumor out there that it took them like 30 minutes to, to, tell announce. The, to announce to the cast who won it. Which is weird because if they're 30, if there was a 37 second separation between them, then like it's not like they had to sit there and review tapes over and over to see like how close, you know, what time did he get knocked down because it was so, so close or whatever. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, how does it take 30 minutes I'm, or an hour to get back to him? Because I'm sure somebody's sitting there with a stopwatch and says, all right, this is Wes, this is Dusty, but what do we really want to do about it? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's just so too, It's too coincidental. At the end of the day, my boy Wes won. I'm not mad about the result. Like, I'm no. not bad, mad who they rigged no, it no, for. No, no, no. Like, let's get that straight. Like, I'm sorry, Dusty, but I want to see Wes go further. This is yeah. one of the biggest question marks I've seen in the most recent ones. So. Yeah, it's a big, big question mark. Yeah, and look, I mean, we wouldn't be responsible if we didn't fucking bring this up. Because as much as I love the challenge and I want them to, they got to fucking make changes yeah like put a timer up on shit like this yes if there's gonna be a fucking pole wrestle show us all three of them not just one of them yeah like Like, stop doing that shit to us like i get it like there's a large section of people that want a lot of drama and that's fine then put the first 20 minutes of nothing but fucking drama the next fucking 20 minutes is gonna be nothing but action and then the fucking confessionals then Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just so done with this shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm not done with it. I'm going to no. keep watching. Oh, of man. course. But right. It's just like, stop shooting yourself in the foot. Karina yeah. needs to retire from the podcast and become the main editor for the challenger. <laughs> put a fucking timer on it. That's all I got to do. Yeah, just fucking put a goddamn just timer on it. Put a screen. fucking camera with some dude holding a stopwatch, picture in a picture for us down the bottom. That's all I need. Yeah doesn't have to be fancy yeah. you don't have to have explosions going on behind it i don't need to be surprised it's okay yeah i want to know who won yeah <laughs> i want to know Fuck. who really won 
Wes, and that's it. And it's already written down. <laughs> and and that's what I'm saying. Like, even if it is, even yeah. if it is rigged, I'm not mad about who won. Yeah. I'm just mad about the position the challenge put themselves in doing this. Yeah, I yeah. agree. If Wes won by 37 seconds in this close of a fucking elimination, make the edit reflect that. Like, be right. smart. And this is going, this isn't going to just be for this fucking episode because I've got more for production next episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, they dropped the ball so fucking big. Yeah. It's, it, it, you know, it's, it is what it is, but it is what it is. I like the idea of this season. I like the way the players are playing it. I don't like the way I, fucking production's executing it. Agreed. And, and that's kind of where I'm at on this. But with that being said, it's shady to see Dusty go. Yeah. It's the true end to the bromance of him and bananas. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm surprised bananas didn't run down there and give him a hug. <laughs> Yeah. Where's his fucking love note, bananas? Right, exactly. <laughs> Where's the note back? <laughs> That's where it's really supposed to be at. That's how you know it's a bromance. <laughs> Dear Dusty. <laughs> but oh God. I did like when Wes said he hated all the teams, but he's going <laughs> to defect to the blue team. <laughs> like, all right, cool, dude. <laughs> dude. I knew what team he was going to as soon as he won. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. Everybody did. Well, Everybody's going to go there. Because what it does is it sets the numbers. It exactly. sets the numbers because if blue team wins, I'm just saying a little foreshadowing. And you know what? To hear more about this, you're going to need to subscribe to our fucking OnlyFans. <laughs> We're going to have it linked below. We don't post photos other than Josh's feet. <laughs> And audio recordings of our podcast, which may become video at some point, but no promises. But in the meantime, listen to this ad from Spotify. <laughs> no, you're not. You're be able to get through it. <laughs> Just bring us back from Just the commercial. <laughs> uh, I don't know why this shit is so funny to me, but it is. It's like going into someone's house and moving everything two inches to the left. <laughs> Taking all their spoons. <laughs> Something's off. I am convinced that that has happened to us, so I'm just saying. Guess what? All your butter knives gone, bitch. <laughs> now what do I know what I'm doing next time I visit? Fuck, murder you. <laughs> I won't take your spoons. I'll just hide them somewhere in the garage. <laughs> I can just come to your house and take the back off of your fucking remote. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm so bad. Just take one couch cushion. <laughs> oh my God. That's fucked up. Not a back, the seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. We want to thank you guys for joining another episode. We've got myself, Rick Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, and of course, Josh motherfucking Chambers. That's right, we're going old school, the three of us, just like episode one. Oh geez. Fucking excited. <laughs> Look at Karina, she can't even stop laughing, she's so stoked. Are you fucking stoked? Because I'm stoked, I'm super so excited. excited. I'm so excited. I'm stoked. Be like, just like episode one. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening through the last episode to this episode <laughs> apple or spotify whatever you were listening to just brought you to this episode so enjoy that it's like a reel that just never ends just keeps going <laughs> groundhog's day in this bitch oh my god no i'm kidding we're back to recap episode seven 
give me liberty or give me love. Yeah. That sounds like some shit the French would say. I'm just going to be real. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah very French. Yeah, very French. I don't like these names. Okay. Yeah, like death was good enough, <laughs> or like give me liberty, or give me an MJ fadeaway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like that probably would have been better fitting title for this episode. Something. I'm just saying, or like I don't know. It just we could do better. Yeah, yeah. We can do better. We can. We should. We definitely should. Just like we should stop foreshadowing what we're going to talk about later, but we just can't help ourselves like the challenge. <laughs> oh my God. The foreshadowing yeah. in this episode was terrible. It was horrible. Oh, it was horrid. It, I don't, look, like, the I, editing in this episode was bad and I'll get into that later. Yeah. But fuck. Yeah. Challenge yeah. production. What are you doing? guys? Yeah. Why are you mailing it in? You're trying to get on CBS to get millions of viewers. This is not how you do it. Stop mailing it in. <laughs> Thank you for putting it on Paramount without commercials, though. Yes. And, and with cussing. Unedited. Yeah. Yeah. That's lovely. Well, it's heavily edited, but well, the, I meant the like, language isn't. Yeah. I meant unbleeped. 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 And uncensored. Uncensored. Un- uncensored. Okay. Uns- yeah. Uncensored. Yeah. Uh, unbleeped. <laughs> unbleeped. <laughs> what is? No bleeps. No bleep. Bleep. No, no bleep. Bleep. And you and you act like you don't like fucking. Uh, never mind. I can't go. I can't remember the name of the movie. So it's not going to make Spence. 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 Spencer. <laughs> For hire. Boo Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so down with you. Oh my god! I don't know why you guys let me do this shit. I really don't. <laughs> I don't know why wonder. people listen. That's a real fucking question. I've been wondering that for a while. But yeah, me too. Well, I mean, it's about as exciting listening to us as seeing the fucking intro to this episode with Blue Team <laughs> celebrating. Woo! West one, he's back. I did on like our team. I did like Corey back there in his red shirt though, like <laughs> bumming his arms behind the Blue Team celebration. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love his little TED talk. He's yeah. He's, Corey's still super fucking salty. The bananas <laughs> took his spot on blue. He really is. But yeah, I was gonna ask you guys, what do you guys think of Wes's little his his speech to everyone, asking them pretty much to stop targeting him and give him a fair chance in the game? You mean his post political speech after last episode? Yeah. Where last episode he's like, please just vote a woman, please. Oh, you guys voted a guy. Oh come on, Wes. Just like Corey said, like. I'm listening, but I don't think anybody else is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And it's just like, it's so weird because it's like, again, Wes is such like a seasoned veteran. Like, this is something I expect from like one of the rookies. Like, this is like a speech I expect to hear from like one of the rookies or one of the newer players who's only had like a season or two in, you know what I mean? But a seasoned veteran like Wes who knows what this game is about. And I know that this season means a lot to him, but he's got to understand that Nobody else is here to play for you and your kid. You know what I mean? So it's like this game is about getting rid of people and getting rid of people who you think that can beat you. And unfortunately, Wes, you're one of those people who can beat damn near everybody in that house in a final potentially, you know, so. And you can't use that card. I'm doing it for my kid because Corey already does that. So you got to find out with something else. (laughs) Corey's already there, man. He's already got that card. I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm sick of you sleeping on Seabass. I think Seabass has got him. Yeah, Really? You think so? No, but I just wonder. Let's take a quick pause real quick. You know, our fantasy draft, who hasn't lost a single person on their team? Yeah. 
Yeah. Josh, congratulations! You you fucking really actually paid attention for one season. You're doing good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh Look, my god! I'm counter punching tonight. Look, I'm coming down. Ah. <laughs> All right. Anyways. So anyway, uh, I don't know. Wes's Wes's little speech. I wasn't a big fan of it. Obviously, uh, it, no. it just. I mean, I, I respect and I appreciate Wes, and I like him on the show. But nobody should be guaranteed like a free pass or, you know what I mean, like anything like <laughs> that. Like you have to play the fucking game, and if it works out for you, it works out for you, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. So. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of the speech, but I found it interesting that it came from such a seasoned veteran like Wes. It's yeah. it's the bananas. He's playing it's the bananas role. Yeah. yeah. And look, you know what I was a big fan of, though, was watching Chris have to now join Green after telling him that we're coming for you bitches. <laughs> we're going to take all you bitches we're too excited there. We're going to take all you bitches out. Yeah. yeah. He's coming. I was like, okay, now he's on the team with them. Like, Monty and Tyler, like, what up, homie? I'm sorry what I said before. I didn't mean it. Yeah. <laughs> the part that I found interesting was Wes, or I'm sorry, yeah, Wes and Cassidy calling a ceasefire on each other because they're now on the same team together. Yeah. But I don't know. A part of me, like, first of all, I don't believe it. Second of all, I don't think that either one of them believed it either. Like, no. she immediately turned around, looked at the camera, and rolled her eyes. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think yeah. Wes believes it either or means it. Like, I think that if Blue Team lost, he would he he would have considered voting her in. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. And she was going to go after him right and away. She would have voted him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know. So. So. Was anyone else thrown off by the fact that like they thought Wes and Michaela were kind of cool and then this whole situation went down? It was like, right, it, it just kind of threw me off. Like it was so awkward because I thought they were playful with each other and being on the same team and all of that. But maybe I just completely misread it. All of a sudden, the very first thing she says, like, aren't you going to switch rooms now? Well, honestly, I think she's salty that he switched teams. I think she's upset because he was a big, first of all, he was a big shield on the green team because he was the only vet over there, but he was also the only vet over there, you know? So, and like she had pointed out to him in that previous nomination where she was, they were trying to push for, for Tori and bananas where she was like, look, all the vets on the other teams are you know like their advice they're like shining light like helping them showing them the way through the game and that's what you are for us and then Wes left and traded over another rookie you know what I mean so it's just like I think she might have felt betrayed by him by him leaving the team so is green team nothing nothing but rookies now right Uh, yeah there's no vets over there because it's Tyler Monty Alyssa Michaela and Chris it's still a fucking strong it's still super strong team yeah I mean like only yeah, absolutely thing, yeah it's just socially they're fucked yeah you know what i mean especially <laughs> now you're looking at the blue team who's got four vets and three fucking rookies so yeah. they have the numbers and yeah. you know like we said earlier it, it rolls into this episode yeah but we get to the daily and i don't give a fuck what they're calling this daily this daily's called american gladiators <laughs> yeah that's yeah, we, we know where this came from, okay, guys? Yeah, yeah. look, you, we you, don't... You, you tried to sneak this past us on another season, and we caught it then, too, okay? We know where this came from. Yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not fools. Nah. As long, next, bring out the Nerf guns, all right? The fucking... <laughs> and a small yeah. cannon. 
and, and, yep. and some dude named Laser. <laughs> laser, Blazer, Blazer. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking iceberg. <laughs> Cyclone. Oh my God. Tornado. Jesus. Why were they all named after natural disasters? Who knows? Blizzard. Blizzard. <laughs> also, a delicious treat from Dairy Queen if you ever go there. Facts. Yeah, just throwing that out there. You know what is, it, it, when I go there, I feel like family. Oh my God. Let's not get into this. <laughs> just saying. But, anyways, what they this have to guy. do in this, what they have to do in this daily is two team, team members have to roll this giant hamster ball <laughs> uh, across the desert and knock over columns that have tires with letters on them. Yeah. There's 16 of these columns and they're like, they have to, it's almost like a, a salt, a slalom, slalom, slalom. slalom. <laughs> but it was kind of cool to watch. And the rest of the people had to like run around and make sure the tires or the fucking columns didn't fall on them and then bring the tires to like some giant gravel mountain. Wes almost got ran the fuck over. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> they're going to try and take him out any way they can. Right. <laughs> Look, why did Green Team put Monty and Alyssa in I, the fucking hamster? You. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut off, but thank you because I was wondering the same fucking shit when he, especially when he did that confessional where he was like, "Our biggest issue is you know the size difference because I'm so big and she's so tiny," and I'm like, "Yeah, so yeah. why was it you two in there?" Like, exactly. That makes no fucking sense. I mean, no. Blue went with Tori and Fessy. Which is a good match, a good pairing in there. But yeah. like Corey and Chanel on red was a good one. And they kept up pretty quickly. Yeah. Really what it just boiled down to was who had the most people out there running around grabbing tires, which was blue, yeah. you know, so they had what five people out there compared yeah. to everybody else having three. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. It's a good daily. Like I enjoyed it, but it wasn't. I don't know. I just expect something more at this point in the game. Yeah, it it feels it feels like a beginning of the game type daily, doesn't it? Like not something where it's like episode seven, where we're like halfway through the season, if not more. It's yeah. like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, but, but at least it was a good mix of physicality with some mental, too. That it, is true. It was. I mean, it was interesting seeing the different strategies play out, like how green was like, let's just get the tires to the mound and then we'll work on getting them up there. Mm -hmm. and, well, and blue is trying to do two tires at one time. Obviously yeah. they couldn't like pick them up to carry them, but they were like trying to roll, yeah. you know, two tires at one time to try to make up for the difference. But it, I mean, really what it boiled down to was blue got such an advantage that they were able to win win the daily even though green caught up pretty quick was it green or red so blue finished like getting all their towers knocked down and stuff first and then green was second and red was last but it was like boom 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 like it was yeah. very like very close um and then once they got up to the puzzle like blue got just they were just i think bananas even said it in a confessional like that they were just like one mind like they were just working so seamlessly well together Green was seemed to be working well together, but there's just not as many of them, you know, there to look at the board and to pass the tires around and find the letters and like all this different stuff. And then I also noticed what really stuck out to me was on red team. Yeah, they put Michelle in charge of figuring out the puzzle yet again, when all the puzzles that they've done so far this season that they've put her in charge of, she's fucked it up. 
Why wouldn't you put like Tiffany or Chanel in charge of that? I was one. I was like, why, 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 why are we doing this? Like, but that being said, she did do good. Like she was, I don't think she fucked up or at least it didn't show us, but it was just like weird for her to be like, I'm in charge of the, I was like, what? Yeah. Again? How did, how did they, they got a lot of faith in you, man. Holy shit. <laughs> for reals. And it, it, it doesn't pay off because blue gets the win. But yeah. what Tiffany said fucking killed oh, me my where God, she was like, yeah where she goes blue wins again yay, yay. Ha, ha. she's like i'm so excited go blue assholes <laughs> <laughs> dude i fucking died yeah oh i like, fucking love her so much her confessionals have been so fucking good so it's refreshing like, yeah. yeah it's we only get this every once in a while like where someone gives really good confessionals and you know like God, I hope they bring her back. Like she, you, you feel like her yeah. emotion, like she's very good at like depicting like her emotion and what she's feeling, what she's talking about. Like she's just I, like, I, I love her confessionals. I really, I, I love Olivia vibes all over again. Your new yes. face and amazing confessionals. Yes. yes, yes, exactly. And and here's the thing is like, I know in this episode, they kind of talked about how Tiffany felt like she was you know mm. felt out of place like she's the weak link on her team mm -hmm. and it, they've been doing a lot of physical stuff in dailies if you really look at it and the thing is is she'll eventually find her 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 lane in this right. yeah. still like this is her rookie season get this far compared to what she got on the first usa and with vets and watching the social game play out how it's supposed to play out she'll do better as she gets more seasons under her belt, in my opinion, and oh, but it's understandable to feel that way in the moment. Well, I mean, look at Michaela; she went home what first episode, yeah, her first time exactly. out, and look at her now. Yeah, exactly. And she's getting she's getting accolades from bananas and Wes. Yeah, exactly. She's fucking good, really yeah. good. I mean, like the fact that we even had the discussion about a rookie and Tori against each other says yeah. a lot about where she's <clears throat> standing in the fandom's eyes, at least in our eyes. Agreed. But yeah. we consider ourselves the fandom because we're the Chow Fandom podcast. <laughs> I don't know why I whispered that. But I don't know why either. It felt right once again. It did feel right. Yeah. But, but anyway, sorry, ahead. touching on the Tiffany thing really quick. I, I'm glad you actually brought this up because I did find it. I found it odd how she again, like how she was talking about how, you know, she doesn't belong there and she feels like she's not an asset to her team and that she's not good at anything in the game. And she specified like anything like social or like anything like that. And I was just saying, I was like, what are you talking about, dude? Like you've been fucking killing it in the social game. I've absolutely loved watching her social play, watching her kind of weave in and out of who she's working with working with the the secret garden and all the girls and working yeah. with the rookies to fucking get the vets. And yes, she slipped up on the last, you know, nomination where she slipped up and she, she, she didn't stalemate, but I also can't necessarily blame her for that. You know what I mean? It's <sighs> like not everybody is willing to stalemate for an Alliance member in a game worth $250,000. Like yeah. I can't necessarily blame her for that, you know? So I don't know. I just, I just wanted to point that out because it, it just struck me as odd because it was just like, I don't know. She, she, in my opinion, she's done really well. And like you said, compared to how she did on USA one, like she's done really great. And as much as I hate to say this, I think it was Wes that said it about Amanda when she was in the elimination verse Desi. 
And he had said something about, you know, like when you're like a smaller type girl or whatever on the show, like you after so many seasons and so much time in the show, you find ways to push through like those physical challenges and stuff like that. And so it's like you said, you know, like with some more time put into the show and and learning how she can kind of like maneuver around the physical things that she's not so great at. I think that Tiffany could be a really good challenger and I fucking love her on the show. I love her confessionals. I love seeing her in the house. I love seeing her work the alliances. Like I just, I I adore it. So I hope that she doesn't like get too down on herself and like give up on doing the show. Well, like I sent a message in the group chat. I was like, Oh, I'm loving Tiffany this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I hate to do a comparison on it, but like it's honestly the best confessional since like Olivia and Devon. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that's high praise, but it's how I feel. I agree, though. Yeah. So anyway, um, in the deliberation, um, when everybody's kind of talking about everything right as they get back from the daily, Josh sits down with Fessy because he wants to try to make a plan to target two of the survivor women. Um, so he talks to Fessy and he kind of gets Fessy to agree to like kind of stick with the BB team and kind of go after Survivor and try to get a girl in a Survivor girl in and then put Tyler up as a pawn, knowing that with BB, they have all the numbers to make sure that Tyler isn't the one that goes in. And so Fessy seems to accept this pretty quickly and they go and they kind of talk to the rest of the BB players, including Tyler. And Tyler just kind of accepts this and doesn't really fight against it at all. And I was just kind of like, like, it's a major Big Brother move. Like, they do this shit on the regular in Big Brother. Like, they use pawns like nobody's business. But Tyler, having played Big Brother, it's just it was just weird that he accepted just being put up, like, you know, speaking in Big Brother terms, like, on the block as a pawn. Like, knowing how bad that shit can go so quickly. and the way the eliminations are run this season, you have an even bigger chance of that going wrong. So it was just, I don't know. I was shocked that Tyler didn't like seem to battle this at all. He just kind of accepted it. I'm shocked by the whole fucking plan. Just to be honest, like you and Josh and Fessy are not running against Desi or Chanel or Michaela or Tori or any of them. You're not running against them. You're running against the guys. Why are you not putting up Monty? Why are you not putting up bananas? Yeah. Why are you not putting up Wes? Well, they can't because, well, you know, obviously, but I they get can't. Your point, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, why aren't you putting up the people you have to run a final against? Yeah, because if anything, you're going to be paired with a woman. You're not going to run against a woman and you want to be paired with one of the best. Like, give me Michaela. Give me Desi. Give me Tori. Well, and even then, even if like because I was thinking, you know, in their minds, they might just be assuming that they're going to play the season and run the final as teams. And so but even then, like I get rid of the big guys on the other teams, get rid of the Chris's, the Monty's, get rid of those fucking guys. Like, what are we doing? Throwing Tyler up as a pawn. To try to get a survivor girl out like and that's my thing is like I, Josh is absolutely fucking bringing it this season with his political gameplay and his social gameplay. However, it's I think a lot of his moves that he's making in the game are like personal revenge things. They're not strategic game moves for what's going to help him get to and win a final. Yeah. I agree. I think he's he's thinking right here in front of his nose when he needs to be thinking, how am I navigating through this game? Like, yeah, bro, I get it. You're trying to save Cassidy. 
But Cassidy's safe. She's on the blue team. Yeah. Why are you trying to? It's her journey to win a final. You haven't even made a final. Worry about yours. And maybe I'm reading this wrong. Maybe he is worried about his way to make a final. Then if you are, why aren't you getting your competition out? Which are the guys? Well, and that was the thing that like I was thinking last week, like the whole like blow up in the deliberation and all of that, that, you know, Josh did on for the red team that it was um, awesome, totally entertaining to watch. But at the same time, it's like you just stuck your neck out willing to stalemate and potentially go into elimination and go home yourself, because I'm sorry to say, but like you're not the greatest at eliminations. So you're willing to do that for Wes and Amanda like it, it just it's so fucking it's 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 to me and I could totally be wrong. But again, I just I feel like it's kind of like a revenge thing. Like there's certain people that have been pushing against him and the vets in the house. And he wants to show that stance of power of we're challenged vets. We're here. We're not going anywhere. And we're go. I'm going to be the one that overpowers you. And that's why he's going after these certain people like Michaela, like Chanel, that he knows are working against the vets. OK, so. Thank you for saying that because I was on the fence because I was like, Michaela, why does it make sense to get strong women out? And now I'm like, wait a minute. All right. Yeah, I don't know what I mean. I get the save in the vets, but you have to have a strong female partner in the end. You're going to have to. And that's the thing is like really what I'm thinking he's trying to do is he's trying to make it easy for Tori to win. And I get it because Tori's like probably his number one girl in the house. Yeah. And with. What's her name? I, I just forgot it. Cassidy, probably number two from what we're seeing. And so the easiest route for them is if Desi, Michaela, Chanel are go. all gone. Right. Yeah. But that shouldn't be. That's their concern. That's not your concern. Exactly. Your concern is getting fucking people out that can beat you. Like, I'm sorry, but I like Josh, but I don't think he's beating Monty in a fucking final. I don't think he's beating Chris in a final. You know, I don't think he's beating Corey in a final. No. Yeah. No. Or Wes or bananas. Yeah. yeah. And they're not on the table this week and I get it, but, or any of them, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's right. the thing. He's not beating Fessy. Well, he might beat Fessy in a final. I don't know. He might, yeah. Fessy doesn't have a great track record. In yeah. The final, so you never know. But it just it like this whole setup of let's get a strong survivor girl doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And yeah, it doesn't. I mean, but <sighs> with all of that being said, yes, Josh is playing an absolutely dominating social game so far this mm-hmm. season. And it might not be the smartest game, but it, it's a strong social game. It's strong. I'm here it's for sh- it. Yeah. 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 He's absolutely. Bully season 2023. <laughs> Oh my Miami god. in the fucking house. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. Oh yeah. my god. Anyways. So anyway, moving on. Uh blue team goes into nomination meeting. Uh bananas kicks it off immediately with Michaela's Michaela's name and the vets all just kind of fall in line. Um Sebastian and Cassidy both vote for Tiffany. Um, and then Desi says Alyssa's name, but Fessy makes it final and sides with the vets, obviously, and says Michaela because he's not going to go anyone for Big Brother, which Tiffany and Alyssa both are. So there was really no other option after like the yeah. deal and everything that they had made. Yeah. Um. You know, and then Tori kind of I don't know. I don't know if this was something that they had preplanned or if she was just kind of trying to like lighten the mood. But she made it very clear that she did not want to like target all straight survivor. 
and, you know, kind of pushed it over towards Tyler. And I feel like it was kind of part of the plan. And she just used that as like an excuse. I think it's because Chris was on blue. And that's true, too. I knew she didn't I knew she didn't want to vote for Chris. And she made that clear. She said she didn't think it was fair because he just got taken off of blue. So, you know, I, I can't blame her for that. No, I I really don't. This nomination meeting is really fucking boring. There's like no arguments or disagreements, really. Oh, it's almost like we talked about it. I know. He's such a smart ass. Oh, my God. Like, just I get it, dude. Like, everybody knows your game. So you might as well just put it on fucking blast all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Sorry, guys. Anyway, it ends up being Michaela and Tyler voted in to the like for at risk of elimination. Um, But this was the part that I actually found interesting was Alyssa finds out that Tyler was nominated for at risk of elimination. And she starts going into this long spiel in a confessional and whatever about how she wants to try to save Tyler and, you know, wants to try to make sure it's not going to be a guy's day and all of this. And I'm just sitting there thinking and I'm like. How much protection do you really think you have in this house to be so like, it's just, and I know she likes him and all of that stuff, but it's just like, I don't know. Like it's fucking, it's the, these <laughs> new rookies who think they come in and just, they can make anything. Right. Happen. Yeah. I'm like, what do you, what, what, what? Like you're going to risk your whole ass game. Cause if it's not a guy's day, it's a girl's day and your name could potentially be in that hopper. And as we saw with the other Alyssa, all you need is one fucking ball in there. Wouldn't that be fucking How fucking hilarious. crazy would that be if she had one fucking ball in and the other Alyssa got sent in with one ball in there and got sent home? Fuck, I hope she... All, because, all because she went around and campaigned to try to keep Tyler out. Yeah. Like, how Jesus. funny would that have been? Like, all crazy. All another showmance that she just got out of a showmance. Oh, wait, so did Tyler. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, So that, I'm going to yeah. be... Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, please. The best part of this was Michaela confronting Josh. Oh, this was By great. fucking far where she just like, I know it was you who's behind this. Like, I'm sorry, Michaela is everything I said about Tiffany earlier applies to Michaela. She's fucking smart, man. She's smart. She's fucking funny in her confessionals. Mm-hmm. When I watch them on the second watch through. Oh, my God, dude. I fucking die on her shit. I'm excited for her. I hope she keeps coming back. I, I agree. really do. I agree 100%. I really like Michaela a lot. And this this moment was hilarious. And this is where she yeah. calls Josh out because he's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Like completely denies it. And yeah. my first thought was, damn, she called that right out the gate. She knew exactly who was fucking coming for her ass. Mm. And he tries denying it, denying it, which I'm like, bro, like, just come on. Like, come on, man. Just like, whatever. Okay. Like she knows, but whatever. Big brother. You don't have to fucking hide it. Yeah, exactly. Let it be known. And then, uh, you know, and he's like, oh no, they all just wanted a strong survivor girl. They all just wanted a strong survivor girl, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that makes no sense. Why would the men want to target a strong girl? So they could all stay around. And he lived like he had no fucking, like, what is he going to say to that? Like, it gave me essence of Josh and Kells. It, yeah, it was. It really gave me essence of like, you are not the one I want to get into a verbal battle with because I will decimate you. It yeah. won't even be fair. It's not fair. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> fuck. I did like her little comment, though, as she was as she was like kind of dropping the conversation with them. She's like, you know, that's fine. But like, if my name gets called, I'm, you know, I'm just going to go over to blue. So that's just what it is. And I was like, damn, like. If that were to happen, like sh- that fucking blue team would just literally be unstoppable. Oh 
but I just want to say how much they dropped the ball by not having Devin on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would have added to this a lot. But he had so much fun. If Devin's in there, like, let's say you take bananas out and put Devin in, we have a totally different game because Devin's going to fucking look at the game and figure out how to work it for the veterans. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, who do they go to now to try and figure out how to do it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah like Tori was the, it was the master plan of the hat trick you know what I mean yeah. but I did like how fucking Michaela said Josh don't come at me with your foolishness play your game but keep my name out your mouth respectfully, respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> like that that's my line of the fucking night I fucking love Michaela man I yeah. fucking love her <laughs> um, my line of the night is from Michaela as well but it comes later fair. that is fair like Michaela this was the Tiffany Michaela episode, and I actually really enjoyed it quite yes. a bit. I did too. You know, I didn't agree with, or I wasn't happy with everything, but I, yeah, but actually, of course, yeah. yeah. I did like how Desi and Chanel are fucking catching on to Michelle, though. I was going to say they're starting to catch on. Like yeah. Chanel pointed out, she's like, dude, she hasn't gotten votes in weeks. Like, I think she's. She's working with other alliances, other people, you know, which, of course, Michelle is like, er, like, yeah. we all know we didn't yeah. even need to be shown her sitting there Michelle talking to everybody. Michelle is a challenge vet as well. Yeah, not only that, but I mean, she, she, you know, she's she's played Survivor. She won Survivor like she's she's very experienced in these types of social games. Like she knows that you mm-hmm. have to constantly be moving. And unfortunately, like the what she said is like kind of right you know what i mean like i like i can't remember exact her exact words but she said if you've never called into question like somebody else's loyalty to you in the house or your loyalty to somebody else like you're probably not playing that strong of a game yep and you know but i think the other thing is is you have to learn like how to balance that out right i'm yeah. curious to see if michelle is going to be able to find that balance this season because i feel like that's kind of what trips her up on the challenge a lot i agree i mean i don't really have much to add to it but i agree with you on that yeah and look and that's i think it goes back to a little bit too with her being head of red for the puzzles like not the yeah. strongest player there under pressure agree you know what i mean and when the pressure okay. starts getting a little bit thicker towards the end of the season it's she seems to kind of struggle and but she to tony's point she has had vast improvements season to season to season yes because what she did what she's doing this season compared to last season is vastly better so i'll give her that the the next part we get is they uh we finally get another bar scene um oh my god the drunk the, uncles. The drunk uncles. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Wes, and, Wes and bananas. <laughs> drunk uncle bananas and Uncle Wes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How awkward. How awkward though. Like, would that be like <laughs> you're like a grow like we're not in like middle school anymore, but like they like, totally ran it as like a little middle school meeting. Yeah, after they talk to yeah, when they're sitting there chatting with each other, and then Tyler I'm like, "Oh, she wants to kiss you. You should go. You have to go kiss her, and you know, That's like the then old, we yeah. won't vote for you." Like, we'll, we'll yeah. make sure it's a girl's day. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, bro? Like, they're, oh they're, we're God. grown ass people. Then they bring Alyssa, and Alyssa's like, "The only way they were like, the only way you can save him is if you go kiss him now." <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's like, yes or no. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it felt like. Yeah. I respect what they're doing, though, on the fact that they know the show needs a showman. Right. That is yeah. a challenge staple, just yeah. like it is in Big Brother. 
every show needs a showmance and they they're pushing it and they're trying to give something else. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I thought it was like it was funny and it was cute and all of that. But it was just like, of course, it was fucking bananas and Wes that, oh, yeah. that, that, <laughs> that 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 made this happen. You know what I mean? But I did appreciate Wes's confessional at the end of it before we go on to the elimination uh, scenes was like he said something. I didn't write it down, so I don't have it like verbatim, but he's like. He's like, I have absolutely no control over holding up my end of the bargain of this, but somehow I still feel like it's charity. And I was like, oh my God. What? Like, he, he also said, I'm responsible for a lot other uh, hookups in the challenge house over the years. The most. Yeah, the most. Oh, the most. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all of a sudden. Never mind. I'm not going to make that the joke. Love matchmaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, he does it on fucking cameo. Yeah. Go get one from Wes. He'll he'll help you shoot your shot. There you go. Yes. But, yes, uh, he will. You know, it, it was awkward yet corny and entertaining at the same point. Part. Oh, yeah. You know, happy for a listen, Tyler. But it's it's nice to finally see the, the fucking elusive kiss that we saw in the previews that we've been waiting seven damn episodes for. Like, yeah. and just watching them just teeter totter around each other and all this all through. You know what I mean? So it's like, OK, yeah. finally, like, just break that. The forbidden love. There. Yeah. Just both got out of relationships. Oh, yeah. Should we do this? Should we not do this? I hate the cameras. Right, right. I was just going to say that, like, not in front of all these cameras. Yeah. Oh God. And then it starts getting hot and heavy, and then all of a sudden, Monty walks in. Monty. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, I can't believe you'd pulled that on them. But, right, you know I would have been like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, he could have pulled a bananas and tried to sleep with Casey and crawl out a window. That's true, yeah. So, Naked, yeah. And they get stuck <laughs> on the outside and had to get lined back in. <laughs> There's a little so challenge funny. OG shit for you. Hey, yeah. Anyways, guys, so from this, we go into the eliminations and uh, they walk out, Michaela and Tiffany, and they see the fucking basketball set up. And I let know Michaela was like, ooh, basketball. DJ's like, oh, yeah, you a basketball player? Michaela <laughs> goes, no, but I can try. <laughs> like, it's so random. I fucking dig it, dude. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, TJ was really trying to hype up this elimination. He was he doing really his best. Was. He, he did. I, I appreciate the salesmanship. He was putting on it. in the work. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, anyway, so TJ reads off the votes. Tiffany ended up getting two, which she was very shocked by. Uh, Monty got one. Alyssa got one. Josh got one. Corey got one. And Chanel got four. And now my thing is, is like, I, I, I know where the Josh one came from. We all know it came from a Sh- Chanel. Even Josh knows it came from Chanel. But where'd, yeah. the Co- where'd the Corey one come from is what I'm confused. Like, who voted for Corey? Probably Bananas. You think so? Mm-hmm. No, he didn't vote because Blue didn't vote. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. What? Uh, no. No. The, <laughs> all the likely suspects are on the winning team. Right? Yeah. Chris. Ooh, maybe. maybe I almost feel like that's where my that's where I'm going to put it on. I almost feel like it was like Tiffany or some shit. Something random. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, um, so Michelle, it was Michelle. You think it was Michelle? It was fucking Michelle. You think Michelle? Yeah. No, she voted for Tiffany. It showed her voting for Tiffany. Uh, yeah. OK, well, then I retract my previous statement. Yeah, because she was like, I'm working with, B, you know, Survivor and I'm I working with Challenge. I just how sure you were. Yeah, I'm you just, were. Oh, well, Michelle's the most likely suspect. You were set. <laughs> if it was John A in there, I would fucking obviously pick John A. You know, she flipped on the first vote. Oh my god! Right. 
putting that You're out such there. A... <laughs> just trying to cover my own ass here. I just can't believe that Tiffany got pulled. Out. Yeah, she got pulled out with her two measly votes. Um, you know, I had a little bit of hope because it didn't look like it was going to be something physical. Yeah. You know, and so I had a little bit of hope, but she immediately gets down into the sand and she starts going the fuck off on everybody up there. And she like starts calling them out for consistently targeting the girls. And they're like, the girls aren't the ones who are beating you. Like, I, I didn't write down again. I didn't write down her entire little speech there. But she just goes off on them about, you know, like pretty much being little bitches and just, you know, pawning all the eliminations off on the girls or whatever. And, uh, you know, Josh is like, I don't I don't appreciate that Tiffany or whatever. And, you know, she points out like she wasn't directly calling him out, blah, blah, blah. But obviously he felt personally attacked. <laughs> Fucking yeah, Tiffany. A little bit. Look, I'm going to be honest. When a woman is in that mode and she is reprimanding people. Don't Especially a mom. A mom. Don't <laughs> say shit. Just shut the fuck up. Because if you say something that's like blood in the water yeah. around a shark, yeah. you're done. <laughs> just just, just shit. keep that because they're going to focus in right in. Immediately. You just shut the fuck up. You yeah. start cleaning. <laughs> that's what you do. You start sweeping up the dirt at the EDC stage. Oh my God. <laughs> you're such a dark. But I did like when she told him when she was like, don't talk to me right now, Josh. If you have so much energy, get your ass down here and play. I was yes. like, damn, like, oh, and like, what's that? What's that gif where he's like, oh, right. like, that's how I felt that. But I was like, shit. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Josh. Dude, I, like, that's what I'm saying. I fucking love Tiffany. Like, yeah, they need to bring her back. She's great yes. for TV. Like, great. even even if she's not that great at the at the at physical the part, physical of, the part challenge. of the challenge. Like she's still good and she still tries and she still gets out there. She yeah. still puts the effort in and she still does. Okay. Like she might not be coming in first place, but she's not fucking coming in last. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like, I don't know. I and just, she's going to get better. Yeah. She's going to get better with more experience. And she's like, her personality is built for this show. It's a type of personality yes. that can carry a show, carry a storyline. She's strategic in how she plays i mean like they i'm i'm fucking campaigning hard for this like i'm west last episode yeah. they need to bring her back i'm saying vote tiffany fucking back vote tiffany back on the challenge <laughs> for reals like yes. america's favorite player again again you know what yes. i mean but fucking love her so we find out about this fucking elimination and this <laughs> so is Stupid. The stupidest fucking elimination <laughs> I've seen in a long time for the challenge. A really long time. Like, but with that being said, if there was going to be a, an elimination that Tiffany was going to have a shot at, this was going to be it. Yeah. I honestly thought so from, from the get-go. Yeah. She she just fucked up the rhythm on it. She would yeah. she couldn't get the rhythm. She couldn't the get the rhythm right? to like keep it like you saw Michaela, she could do it all in one motion where it looked like Tiffany had to stop. And then start swinging to a certain side. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the actual elimination went super quick as far as what we saw. It was one sided. It was like 10-1. Michaela turned into Jimmy Buckets. Yeah. <laughs> she got that. She just got that rhythm down with how far yeah. down she had to go mm -hmm. for that. And how far down she had to go for the basket. Yeah. And she just kept bobbing back and forth like the little, you know, those little things that ding, ding, looking ding, like ding, fucking, in the offices, you know, looking like Gervin yeah. out there with that finger roll. Uh, <laughs> but the, I think the interesting part about this challenge was like 
TJ shouting out the points. And every time he's like, oh, Michaela's got four. And they're like, whoa. He turns and looks at the cast behind him yeah. when he says it. And all of a sudden they start Dude, cheering that, and shit when they were literally. Like, why, though? I want to know it. why. Like, why? Why was he? Because he knew himself it was a crappy elimination. He yeah, knew. Man, he maybe. knew. He, he had to bring the high for that. This is one that I would have liked to see the bananas poly elimination on. This would have been mm-hmm. an interesting one because it negates the fucking size. Right. Like yeah. This, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, no, this was, it, it was a trash elimination in my opinion. Like I bring back the bikes with the fucking lights. Like from USA <laughs> one, I would have rather seen that. Right, right, right. What was that? Like 10 miles? It seemed like. <laughs> yeah, so cut that shit down to five miles and yeah. let's see him get on it. Get on that Peloton. Let's do it. <laughs> Play some fucking Doja Cat in the background or something. I don't know. I'm just throwing out someone. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. Right. You, you said it ended up Michaela 10-1? Yeah. Yeah. And then that's where my quote of the night comes in. Because Michaela says, see, I can do a lot without a partner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The fucking shade. The shade. You know what I appreciate is that TJ kept that same energy that he did for Michaela every time she scored for Tiffany when she scored when her she first scored. one. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I appreciate that. I really loved, like, as soon as, like, he had announced Michaela was the winner and, like, they were getting him down and stuff, like, he turned and he, like, specifically, like, told Tiff, like, how proud he was of her for, like, trying and pushing through and everything like that. And I, mm. I really loved that moment. Yep. And although I, I've never really seen TJ have both competitors standing there and say to one competitor that she absolutely smashed the other one while still really liking the other one. Like yeah. I've only ever seen him really use it as shade against when he doesn't like the person that lost or at yeah. least seems like he doesn't like the person that lost. But I didn't really get that. I feel like that was just like two separate things because then he turns to Tiff and was like, you know, I really hope we see you back again. You know, so like I think he also likes Stephanie. Yeah. Um, it wasn't an interesting elimination, but and it was really sad to see Tiff go. I'm like going to miss her the rest of the season so freaking much. But I really did like how that ended with TJ and Tiffany. Yeah. Hopefully 100%. it makes her feel more welcome into the challenge world because again you know this episode we saw a lot of her talking about how she didn't feel like she belonged here and etc so when you kind of get that approval of from tj you know what i mean that pat on the back that good job that you're a badass you know whatever it is Mm -hmm. like when you kind of get that approval from tj i don't know it's hopefully it inspires her to come back yeah i hope so i hope she comes back i like it i think she's great for the show and if they keep doing these CBS iterations of it, yeah. I think we have a better chance of seeing her than we would on like the flagship. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think she's just a one television and bring her back. Absolutely. And so, I mean, this let's get through this episode because I have a bigger question to pose. Yes. So obviously Michaela wins. TJ letting Blue know He's that. He's leading her on. Yeah. Letting Blue know that like, even though you were safe from elimination, you're not safe from getting a defector coming over <laughs> and Michaela gets her. She's like, yeah, well, and then TJ's like, well, never mind what the fuck you're about to say because <laughs> fuck what you, you want. <laughs> no more teams. We're going individual. Yeah. Yes. And this is what we've all been waiting for. Like I, I enjoyed the cutthroat part of the game, but yeah, let's get to this individual competition. Let's see this shit really break down because yeah. we got some yep. strong competitors here. 
and I want to see which one of them can carry themselves and which ones have been relying a lot on their teams. Yeah, because I think there's a few guys that are rookies that are going to surprise some people. I think so, too. Yeah, let's see how strong your alliances really are. Yeah. Yep. And this is where shit's going to start breaking down because all of a sudden these vets don't have the numbers that they just had. Yeah. And production yeah. pulled this shit as soon as they had those numbers. Like, nope, motherfuckers, just this ain't going to happen. JK. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's going to be really fucking interesting. So here's my bigger question to you guys. Mm. I saw Wes said a, about a week or so ago that this is the strongest female cast in challenge history. Mm. which I disagree with. I don't think it's the strongest. I think there are like a top three or four rookie females that might make it the strongest rookie class Mm -hmm. of women we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Um, That can, I can. And like all three of these women, I would love to see on the fucking flagship, which is Desi Chanel and Michaela. Yeah. Consistently. Absolutely. like, in my opinion, they need to be casted immediately and repetitively as much as not as much as you can, but get them on there. Yeah. Get it going. Yeah. I know. I agree. I, with that. I really would have wished that it would have worked out for Michaela to be on Ride or Dies. Um, mm-hmm. I knew she had a new job and everything like that. But I think I think she's making a name for herself. She's going to be around for a while. She yeah. she's showing out. dude. Yeah. Like her confessionals, her fucking ad libs when it's just they're catching the reaction of fucking uh, deliberations. Well, even at the start of the elimination, when like TJ like was getting ready to announce the ball and he like had turned and he was like, Michaela, you're playing tonight. Tyler, you can rejoin your team. And they're all like, who's clapping for him or whatever. And she turns to TJ and she goes, anywho, who are we playing tonight, TJ? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) These girls are they're bringing they're them ready on to the play. flagship. Yeah, they're, they're ready to play. Because they're going to change the dynamic of the game. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I would love to see it. I don't know if the guys are as strong. I think I think we've got to, you pull a few guys over the last few seasons, like, you know, a Johnny Middlebrooks, a Cinco, or a Horacio. You can really change the dynamic on the men's side as yeah. well. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how this is going to play out in the rest of the season, especially with this going to individuals. Yeah, you know what I mean? so I'm, uh, it's going to get crazier. It's going to be more chaos. Oh, and uh, did you guys see the cameo of Corey Lay? No. No. Yeah, when they were talking about Michaela and, oh, and when yeah. I was there, they had the flashback. To- I was wondering how you were. Oh, yeah. I was wondering how you were going to try to fit that shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me with season 40 and Tony was Survivor. Right. Yeah. But it's going to be it's going to be cool to see how this plays out. I mean. With this being individual, those three girls I just named off are like I think they're the top three to look at. Yeah, the the guys. Oh, yeah, the guys. It's hard to say Corey Bananas Wes off top for my top three and on individual, like because I just don't see many people beating them. I agree. Yeah. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be interesting. I'm 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 curious to see how it's gonna break out now too, because even though the technical like vets are outnumbered. Their little hat trick operation thing did some fucking business. And I'm curious to see if it's going to if Survivor and BB are actually going to team up against the MTV people or if they're going to continue to go at each other. And then you also have to bring into consideration the people like Fessy and Michelle who are now, you know, aligned with the vets plus their shows alliance. So Michelle's aligned with Survivor and MTV and then Fessy's aligned with Big Brother and MTV. 
So like, I just, I think all of these crisscrossing alliances and promises and all of this is really going to make the rest of this game interesting. And I'm also curious to see if the voting, how the voting is going to work. Are they still doing secret votes? Is it going to be one man, one woman wins, you know, the first, the top male, top woman from the daily are safe and they nominate a man and a woman, or does it automatically go to male eliminations, then female elimination, then, you know what I mean? Like, are, huh, is production yeah. going to start uh, um, uh, dedicating, like, certain weeks, like, this is a male elimination, next week's a female, like, you know, or is it still just going to be, like, a fucking free-for-all? Like, I, I'm, I'm really curious to see how this twist of going individual is going to affect the game going forward. Yeah. I think we're going to see some interesting alliances set up, especially from mm-hmm. what we're seeing in the previews. I think we're going to get a couple a couple people that get carried by the vets and yeah. vice versa. I think we're going to see a lot of back and forth in this challenge or the survivor big brother. I don't I just don't think they're going to get past enough to target the vets. In my yeah, opinion, I don't either. I it's, honestly, I feel like the vets, the little hat trick operation thing, I think that's going to carry them through for a little well, while because Survivor and Big Brother are so much at each other's throats. And there's already tension between those two, those two shows, the, the cast from those two shows, the fandoms from those two shows. You know what I mean? Like there's already so much like tension and yeah. friction there that it's just like it's almost natural to just happen in that in that house. All the vets have to do is sit back and fucking let it let it happen. Well, and and also the fact that both sides have like inside people like right. with the vets, like Michelle's inside with the the challenge vets, but she's also a survivor player and, right. and is in that alliance. And the same with Josh and Fessy. Now, yep. obviously, they're more known, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to try to bring Tyler or Monty in for numbers as well. It's, right. yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how this new dynamic plays out, but I'm excited for it. Getting to that halfway point. I think we might be at it or half a little bit past it. Who fucking knows? But guess what? It's the real halfway point. Cause next week we're going to have Alex fucking Brizard on with Woo, us. I'm so excited. Yeah. I freaking love having Alex on. And so I, I love it so much. Alex. Every freaking time we have Alex on, it's always so much fun. And you know what? I think he, it's going to be a real joy to break this down because it's been such an interesting season. And I think he's going to be enjoying it. I haven't talked to him at all about what he thinks about this season this far. Yeah. Thus far, but I'm excited to get, you know, sit down, talk with him, go over everything and see what next week's episode is going to bring us. Cause we've only got one fucking episode. Thank God. We're back to single episodes. And you know what else that means? That means you guys are not going to be waiting forever because the episodes are going to be on Thursday nights at 10. Unfortunately, that's the time slot we have for the rest of the season. Um, but then our recaps will be out by like Saturday night, Sunday morning. So like, it's only going to be a couple days after the episode airs before the recap is out. So that's nice. Yes. Um, and yeah, and we're going to start, I believe I'm not going to give any like specifics out, but I believe we're going to be starting up challenger unplugged interviews again here soon with some of the USA two cast. So that'll maybe be really interesting. Some non USA two cast, maybe some potential all stars for cast members. What? What? Or 39. Oh, yeah. Maybe some 39 cast members. I don't know. We're going to see. Okay. It, we might go to bed, bath and beyond. I don't know if there's enough. Time. We don't know if there's enough time, <laughs> but we have a whiteboard with names written down on it. A and lot some of people have stars next to them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what that means? They've been on before. 
No, I don't know. I was hoping someone else was going to tell me because I don't know what the fuck it means. Karina does the board, not me. That's Karina's board. Yeah, I just fucking, I just show up. She tells me to be here. Pretty sure. Friday, 845. Pretty sure all those stars are people who have told us yes. That's a lot of stars. Yeah, it's a lot of stars. So, um, yeah, so just stay tuned, everybody. I promise we will be getting back into Challenger Unplugged episodes. I know we haven't done one in a little while. Um, It's just been crazy, man, with these double episodes and stuff. So now that we're going to single... It's going to be fun. And like we said, we're going to have Alex on. It's going to be a great episode to have Alex on, especially with this new twist and everybody going individual and the entire fucking chaotic mess that I have a feeling is going to come from this. So make sure you guys tune in next week for our episode eight breakdown. And yeah, I mean, other than that, I got nothing. How awesome is it that we have Alex back next week? And it's also my birthday weekend. Oh, dude, that, yeah, exactly. It's, it's freaking almost, awesome. It's almost like someone planned it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Weird. Strange. You know Weird. what? Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about this. Also, you know, we're going to have some additional guests coming on here throughout the season, mm. some repeating guests yeah. that have been on before. Uh, some oh, that yeah. tend to take us outside of our normal comfort zone, but they're always really <laughs> fun episodes, and I'm looking forward to them. Hell yeah. And uh, maybe some challengers that might drop by for recaps as well. What? what? I listened to the Pierre one that I missed out on. Yeah, you missed out, bro. You missed the fuck out. He needs to be back on because that was a great freaking episode. I'm so mad I missed it. Yeah, the feedback Karina got on it was really good. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with Pierre. No, we're definitely going to have Pierre back on. I don't know if he'll be back on for USA 2. Maybe 39 when it comes out. But I have a feeling... I have a feeling he's going to become another one of our like Alex challenge historian Malik, like the ones that just repeat every season. So yeah. um, I, I, I have a feeling that Pierre's going to be like that because we had a great time with him. He had a great time with us, um, you know, and all you guys out there loved it. I literally did not get a single bad review about that episode. So except for the one on me. What do you mean? That one guy. What guy? Fuck him. I'm just joking. I don't know. I'm just talking shit. Oh, I was just, like, just, I'm just, like racking my brain. Trying I just, to think. I didn't want us to, I, it's like a Yelp review, right? Like you never trust like some company that's got 20 reviews and they're oh, all we five stars. Of, we have plenty of bad reviews. Yeah, so, I'm just saying that specific episode has not brought you any. You know what? Speaking <laughs> of, look, I look at the numbers. I know how many people are listening to us. Yeah, we know. I know. I know. We know there's a lot of you out there listening. Yeah. And we appreciate you all. We appreciate every we single one of you. I'm not even going to really name a number, but what I'm going to say is literally if a third of you guys would take a second and just go rate us five stars, it would mean the absolute world to us. And we would really, truly appreciate it. Facts. So if you get a chance, whether you're on Spotify, in order to rate us on Spotify, you got to make sure you're subscribed, but you can rate us there or you can rate us on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to, you know, podcasts, Mm -hmm. iTunes. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm old. Yes. Um, anyways, but please give us a give us that rating. It would really do us a huge favor, and we would appreciate it from you guys. With that being said, I think that pretty much wraps up our double recaps. Yeah. Um. Look, Keep guys, this one nice and short. Whoa, whoa, we're halfway there. Uh, living on, on a prayer. prayer. Oh fuck. That's we fucking like killed that. Shut up. We'll make it. I swear. Whoa. Anyways, guys. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that karaoke session for oh myself, my Ricky Hayes, for my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, and for Josh motherfucking Chambers. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. As you can tell, we're getting into my late night voice. Smooth. <laughs> so Sunday, night. Sunday night. Sunday night slow, night slow jams. jams. 
So for all of us here, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. And like, like I said, go rate us five stars. We would even appreciate that more. I don't know how many times I can say appreciate. Fuck. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Bye.